Praise the Lord. Glory to God. Amen. Welcome back. Welcome back. We are in Mark, doing a study in Mark chapter 6. We're starting in chapter 6 uh, today, that is. We've been going through the Gospel of Mark. Welcome for those of you that are new to this platform. God bless you. We meet Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, and we just let the Holy Spirit have his way as we open up the Word of God. It is amazing what God does in and through these uh, morning times of, of just reading the word and and praying for one another and letting the holy spirit move and do his will amen people get healed saved delivered because the word of god is preached amen so good morning god bless you good afternoon good evening depending on where you are watching from amen so in mark and in chapter 6 starting in verse 30 in that story where jesus fed the five thousand, that's where we are today Jesus spoke to his disciples and he told them something. And he said, you give them something to eat. There were, the crowd was, had gathered. Jesus had been speaking and teaching and, and they were learning all kinds of things that Jesus was teaching them. And there were there were many, many gathered. There were 5,000, the Bible talks about 5,000 men had gathered. And Jesus was teaching them all, right? Many, many things. And it was late into the evening and they were tired, they were hungry. And the disciples suggested, you know, let's send them home. There's nothing to eat here. Let's send them home. But Jesus said, he says something to the disciples. He says, you give them something to eat. You give them something to eat. And when you read this in the word, you know, you see the, the disciples' response. Um, it revealed their, their limited understanding of what they carried. It revealed a limited understanding of what they actually carried, they were being taught by Jesus on a daily basis, but their response revealed their limited understanding. Okay, Jesus asked them to feed the 5,000 people. There was nothing there but a boy's, small boy's lunch, five loaves and two, two pieces of fish, small, small fish. And there was nothing, that, that was not enough to feed the 5,000. That's why the disciples said, send them, send them home. And Jesus said, you feed them. And their response was, you know, even if we were to go out and buy, you know, food, we wouldn't have enough to feed all these people, basically paraphrased, right? Right. And at that point, that's when Jesus, in the, in the gospel of John, it, it shows that there was a boy with a small lunch, right? So you piece, you piece them together because in Mark, it doesn't mention the boy's small lunch, but we see the multiplication from a small lunch. So we know that the information was given in the Gospel of John and when you read it, you'll see it. There was a small uh, a small boy's lunch that they that there was there. And uh, so Jesus takes the small boy's lunch and prays, blesses it, asks God to bless it. He breaks the bread, you know, and, and he's blessing and thanking the Lord for it and it multiplies. And you know the story of this miraculous multiplication, the bread multiplies. Not only are the 5,000 fed, but we know that there are 12 baskets that are left over, right? Pieces and fragments. There were 12 baskets left over from a very small lunch for one small boy. 5,000 men were fed with, with 
extra with leftovers, right? So it's that's a miracle. That's like supernatural multiplication, right? Like like it's beyond, beyond, beyond. It's just supernatural multiplication. We know that story, and we it's, it's powerful and and it's awesome. We love that story, but what Jesus was expecting the disciples to walk in had not yet become a reality to them. Because I want you to notice something here. I want you to notice something here. And I think this point often gets missed, kind of gets missed in this um, crazy ra radical story of the multiplication of the, of the bread and the fish, because that's amazing and that's powerful. But what about this point here? When uh, the day was far spent, and the, the disciples tell him, send them away. We have nothing to eat. Verse 37. So Mark 6, 37. When Jesus, knowing that the day was far spent, knowing that they had nothing to eat, knowing that they're like, you know, kind of a way off, right? In the deserted area teaching. Verse 37. Jesus looks to the disciples and he says, you give them something to eat. And that's when the, that's when the disciples, you know, they kind of... They're like, they're showing their unbelief. They're saying, shall we go and buy 200 denarii worth of bread and give them something to eat? And right there, verse 38, Jesus said to them, how many loaves do you have? Right? Somebody presented that there was a small boy's lunch. And he says, five loaves, two fish. He commanded them to sit down in groups, uh, you know, 50 and 100. And he, that's when he takes the five loaves and, and the fish and he blesses and then he multiplied. They all were filled. This says the Bible says they were all, they all ate and they were all filled. But I want you to look at something in verse 37. Jesus said, you give them something to eat. Jesus said, you give them something to eat. It wasn't like Jesus was asking a question or even stating a command that was impossible to fulfill. Why would he have said that? Because there is a supernatural reality that could have been theirs had they had eyes to see they were not yet aware of what they really carried. Jesus was not gonna just say a statement, just to say a statement. There is purpose in everything he said. And when he said, you feed them, he said that because the reality of the disciples' ability to feed that crowd was present. How did Jesus multiply the bread? And the, and the fish. He lifted it up to heaven and he prayed and God multiplied it. The multiplication comes from God. The faith comes from the vessel. Amen. Often this point is missed because we are in awe of the multiplication of the bread. And it is an amazing awe story. You know, it's just as incredible. But what we should not miss what we should also see and have eyes to see the revelation that if Jesus said to the disciples, you feed them, therefore there was a way for the disciples to exercise supernatural faith and to literally do what Jesus did in the praying, in the believing, in the breaking of the bread, the offering of that of that bread unto the Lord our God, and watch God do the increase, the multiplication. So we know that if it's written in the Word of God, it is not just a one-time thing, and it was, certainly wasn't just for the disciples. So my question is, what 
has been presented to you in a way of supernatural reality that you have not yet taken, haven't even been made aware of. To ask the Lord, ask the Father. In what area did you expect me, had encouraged me to stretch my faith, to take action? But I waited on you instead and asked you to do it instead. Interesting, right? Powerful, but so very important. So very important. Multiplication comes from God, but the faith came from, from Jesus and should have come from the disciples. But they were ready to operate in the natural. We don't have enough money to buy all this, to, to buy enough to supply all these people. They were operating in the natural. That's what they knew. But they were being taught by Jesus on a daily basis. We are being taught as well. The Holy Spirit lives on the inside of every believer. So 24-7, we are being taught. Right? So we need to ask that question. Jesus, you asked the disciples to feed the 5,000. And when they didn't do it, you turned around and you did it yourself. Because God is always going to take care of, you know, other people. He's not going to expect one person to do it. And if they don't, he's not, he's going to step in and do it. His will will always be accomplished, right? Just maybe accomplished through somebody else, but his will will always be accomplished. So I find that really a powerful story. He's our provider. He's Jehovah Jireh. Absolutely. All these comments are correct. Multiplication comes from God. Absolutely. Amen. But do not forget this action point for you, for all of us. Jesus said, you feed them. You feed them. Now, most people, their faith just kind of goes sideways. Well, uh, you know, I don't know. The revelation hasn't happened yet. The power of resurrection lies on the inside of you. God is our supplier. We are to supply the faith. Amen. Thank you, Father, for this with for this word here today. Lord God, that you stretch us and you want us to literally walk in in so much more than we currently have. He wants us to walk in so much more than we currently have today. So we decree. We decree that that we will we will see that we will walk in everything you have for us we we decree that there will be no lacking there will be no um expecting god to do what he's expecting us to do what is he expecting you to do what is he told you in your spirit in your in your inner man what has he spoken to you to do because that is the area that god is saying you feed them you do what you are called to do. You do your part. You step out. You have Christ in you. You have the Holy One in you. You have the Anointed One in you. You are anointed. You feed them. You feed them. Amen. Walk in supernatural power. The only way we do this is in when we really take this faith that God has given us start to really chew on it and really make it our own literally identify with it 
Father, I thank you for what you have said and done here. Yes, he's calling us to step out in faith. Absolutely. Father, I thank you for what you are, what you have done here. I thank you, as you said, you feed them. I love that. You give them something to eat. I love that, Father. I love that you are training and you're, you're training and teaching your bride to literally walk as Jesus walked. And your word says, greater things shall you do. And we know that, but many are not even doing the things that Jesus did. Forget about the greater things. But Father, it's a day of turnaround. It's a moment, it's a season, it's a time. It is time. It is time. It's time to you feed them. It's time to realize, wait, I carry the spirit of the living God. You're not God's. You're not God's with a little G, but you feed them because you carry the spirit of the living God. You carried Christ in you. Therefore, you're one with him. Glory. Father, we bless you. We thank you for this day. We give you all the praise and all the glory and all the honor. We thank you for our children and our grandchildren. We'll continue to pray for them every single day. And we thank you, Lord God, that all of our children shall be taught of the Lord and great shall be their peace. We thank you, Lord God, that our labor is, is not in vain. Our prayers are not in vain. That you hear and you answer. You are El Roy, the God who sees. And so I bless all of them today. I thank you, Father, for answering our prayers for Yolanda's husband. Father, I thank you that um, he's home. And we just continue to pray recovery and healing over, over him today. In the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you. Praise you, Father God. We give you the praise. We give you all on. Amen. All right. God bless you all. I will see you um, in a couple hours. We will have our miracle service at the House of Glory today at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. If you come in person, wonderful. We would love to have you. You can watch online as well. But I will will be joining in here in a couple of hours. Otherwise, I'll see you tomorrow morning, same time, same place, 7 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. God bless you all. Bye.